0: Welcome to Indie Rock Baseball, episode number six. This is the podcast where two extremely unqualified individuals, slowly getting more qualified, Eh, I Uh, think we're still pretty bad. Yeah, (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, review uh, pit two CDs against one another, loosely based on the rules of baseball. Hey, Michael. Hey, how's it going, Hans? I'm recovering still from uh, our deer hunter excursion. Uh, This is we're recording on a Friday, which is pretty rare uh we uh yes. chaunted off to brooklyn steel after reviewing the deer hunter record and having i think our first home run of the podcast i that think record. it is yeah we'll look uh, back in the i'm pretty sure it was what, what, what happened to people it's the song uh yeah and so we immediately bought tickets uh to a venue i hadn't been to you i don't think you've been to it i uh, had not been there yet but dope dope place brooklyn yeah. steel uh great great good great, show
1: great good show. company shout out sujal and sapna
0: yeah uh way too many cocktails at uh Humboldt and uh, well, Jackson and Jackson. Hey
1: Bill, shout out to yeah, Bill. shout out
0: to Bill. Um good time, really good time, but yeah, it took a it was a a day recovery <laughs> for <Yeah>. that one. <laughs> I
1: Don't know if I blame the drinks or blame age, but
0: Yeah, I think I'm for me personally it was age, but um <laughs> and well, it was, we had a lot of drinks too. Yeah. Uh anyway, um yeah, so we we're diving right back in. Apparently uh we we're getting some listeners, so I think we're going to try to Keep it up. There wasn't any other time. So the people
1: fu- demand content.
0: Yeah. So fuck it. We're going to do it on a Friday night. Um, so I'm going with another record, another artist I've never heard of, and is kind of in the uh, good review spectrum. Uh, an artist called uh, Japanese House. Japanese House music? No. The push, the push, Japanese push, the push, Japanese push, House. Push. Oh, yeah. No. It's a single okay. It's a singular, not a genre. The Japanese House. <laughs> Um, and I believe uh, it's is it a you have some information so it's just a
1: single artist. Or? This is a case of a looks like a single artist, a uh, a young woman by the name of Amber Bain from uh, from England, from, cool. J- from Jolly Old, and uh, who records under the name the Japanese House. And uh, yeah, that's about. What I know about her so far.
0: Yeah, I read um, Indie Dream Electro Pop, and I was like, sure, that works. Yeah. That's in my... I saw Folk Chonica. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, yeah, we saw the opener for Deer Hunter was, uh, we coined it as uh, Trip Harp. Um, Yes. Mary, tripping on the name. Oh, geez. Uh, We'll come up with it some time. Probably halfway through the podcast. She actually came out and played a song with him as well. It was really, really great. Gigantic fucking heart. Gigantic. We had a lot of conversations about how she transports that thing around. I don't know. But uh, yeah, check her out once we find out her name. Anyway, yeah. let's get started. Uh, the first song on this record, which is called Good at Falling, mm-hmm. is when Went to Meet Her. Parentheses intro. Hmm. Feels very intro-y.
1: Easing in. All right, here we go.
0: So far, so good. Yeah. You could have thrown this on the Robin record. I wouldn't have noticed. Hmm. So let's talk about auto tune.
1: Yeah, let's talk about auto tune.
0: We need to talk about auto-tune. Guys, this is an intervention. Yep. So d- do you think this young woman, she could probably sing fine. So yep. she's probably using it as an effect. As opposed to someone like me who would use it to correct their horrible singing voice. hmm Well. How do you feel about T-Pain? Do you have any feelings on T-Pain? I
1: don't have too many feelings on T-Pain. I haven't really... Come up with any yet No No
0: The funny thing about T-Pain Is like this He can is, sing He can fucking belt Yeah, yeah He like, can really sing, really sing. Um, yeah. yeah I'm already into this. this This is you Raj is adjusting The fragrance of the room <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. And this is just an intro. So who knows what we're in store for.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I assumed her brother would have the same mother. But. Rash assumption there, Hans. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is going to bode well, at least for me. Like, this is, whoa. Somebody kicked in the trucks. Or is that the end of the intro? Mm -hmm. That's the end of the intro. I would single that. Yeah, it's a single for me. All right. Next up, we have uh, Maybe You're the Reason.
1: Maybe I am and maybe I ain't.
0: got a woman on first.
1: If you were going to be a solo act, and you were going to um, go under a the name of a object, what would it be?
0: Huh. there's a number of ways I can answer that. <laughs> I, I actually kind of did a solo thing yeah. for a record, um, and yeah, I didn't name it after an object. But probably do you
1: care should. to tell us on this podcast? Yeah, it's just fine. between friends. It's,
0: it's a Terrible record. It's called Beat Core. C O R P. It was very much during my beta band phase. All so right. you will definitely hear that in it. Um, it's a daunting task, man, to not have collaborators and just do it all yourself. Mm-hmm. Some is that what it says? It's like she just was hold up it's in a, the studio a doing so, it. She's a
1: solo artist who yeah. records as the Japanese House.
0: Yeah. Oh, this is great. Yeah, I like this. Yeah, but she probably had like producers and things like that. For the one I did, I literally like locked myself in a bedroom for a few months and mm-hmm. it was a good idea. Pretty hilariously. The name of the record was called Permanent Jet Lag. Yeah. And I did the album art myself as well and there was a typo Permanent Jet Jag. <laughs> That's how isolated I was with yes. that <laughs> Wasn't that a story,
1: I think it was Rivers Cuomo at some point like early on in Weezer, maybe after like their first album, where he kind of went off the map and like lived, basically isolated himself for a year in a house or an apartment or I something. I think that's
0: Pinkerton. Yeah, think, yeah, yeah. And he'd be like yeah. basically in, a, in, a,
1: in just a room where the windows were painted black. I mean,
0: yeah. You know. there's, there's a few stories like that. Like the guy from uh, Brian Jonestown, Massacre. Like, yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen the documentary, Dig. I keep meaning to see it, and I haven't seen it's it. It's fantastic. I don't, I don't know, know if it's good. on Netflix or anything, but... You know, it's not really a battle between the Danny Warhols and them, but like they had a close relationship, and it kind of follows their trajectories. And he went like deep into heroin, and like yeah, locked himself in a room for like four months. It's it's like one of their best records. (laughs) I like this. I like it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm leading. I can give this a double. I would give it a double. Yeah, or triple technically with the scoring rules as they are double triple are pretty negligible like yeah yeah i'd double this it's great that was uh, maybe you're the reason so we've got a run in already and a woman on second zero ball zero strikes So there's this is explicit. Michael be careful.
1: Oh. How explicit is it?
0: I know it's my, the, my
1: tender ears.
0: It's literally the only song that says explicit, so.
1: Oh. The song is called oh.
0: it's going to be dirty.
1: I thought you meant the title of the song. No, we
0: talk all the time. It's the only one marked as explicit. Oh. You're going to get some dirty dirty words.
1: So just doing a little bit of reading as we go along here trying to get a little bit of background on this artist. And we've already had a couple little Quips about basically being a solo artist, uh, but recording as something else. I don't know what, how much it has to do with kind of identity things. I mean, it apparently it's you know, she. She is an out lesbian, which is you know. Um, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. No, it's just it, part it, it of, this, is, part of the so, story. part, part of the story. the story. I think relationships and things like that and identity are part of the um, part yes. of her story. Yeah, and for sure. It says early on she. Like in her childhood, posed as a boy calling herself Danny, her experiences heavily influenced the use of an anonymous label for her music. So I think maybe this is a way of expression, like many artists do. I think it's it's, it's always interesting when artists create a a separation.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think I'm aligning this to our Robin review a lot, right? Mm -hmm. Just because it's you know female artists kind of solo artists with producers and doing their thing this is kind of what I expected from Robin like this production is like way more up to date yeah and I like
1: this this is Robin yeah
0: yeah I mean I'm getting into way more than that record just because it's trying to think you know it's it's not just the effects and things like that I just think of it a little more contemporary than what the Mm -hmm. Robin record was
1: no, I like it. She's worked closely with the 1975.
0: Ah, so have you heard that record? No, I was going to put that up uh, two podcasts ago, um, but I didn't because I started listening to it. Um, it's it's good. It's really good. Um, that record, as far as reviews and stuff goes, went off the charts. Yeah, I don't think it's a radio friendly kind of band.
1: I've heard of them. Bits and pieces, but I, I haven't sat around and listened to the 1975 yet. So
0: yeah. I think you you would probably pick and choose some songs. It's okay. It's, it's a tough full album listen from what I heard.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, there we go. Whoa!
1: Oh, oh. <laughs> Watch your
0: mouth, Japanese House. Hey, I warned you, man. Oh, you know it's uh with the. Uh, Auto tune? It's a little frou frou. You ever get in a frou frou? F R O U? Yeah. Sounds like her a bit. That's good though. I really like this. I would at least sing it.
1: I saw somewhere else. I think maybe in. Oh, no, that was
0: it. So we have to do something. Wow.
1: I, I, I would give that a double.
0: All right, I'm in. Uh, we are onto a song called Wild. Uh, this album is doing incredibly well.
1: Yeah, she's rocking so far.
0: Uh, so we have a woman on second. Two runs in. Zero balls. Zero strikes. Again, this is called Wild. We don't fuck anymore. That was the last mm-hmm. song. That's mm-hmm. not what it was called, but that was the explicit. <laughs> Sorry,
1: what were you saying? I was saying that um, English lady, kind of electronic, this kind of feel. And I just saw a reference somewhere as I'm poking around online. Image and Heap. What do you think of Image and Heap?
0: I have listened to it for sure. But I don't think I, have any, I don't me. think I have anything saved, so I think it was like a passing listen. Mm-hmm. Is it the same kind of vibe? Or? The Same kind of vibe.
1: Okay. From what I can remember, I mean, it's been it's been a while for me too, but I think it's this same kind of feel, which I I, I like. You know, everybody does it differently. This is different, but
0: it's this not, is definitely it's not
1: a million miles from it. Let me yeah. put it that way.
0: This is definitely Fru Fru ish, like no question. I, had, I got so into that record. I think they only did one record, the Fruit Fruit People. Um, and then the woman went off to do a bunch of solo stuff. Hey, She's by still the out way, there.
1: this record comes out today. Oh. It's out today. It's out now.
0: We are cutting edge. I actually was wondering about that because it was like on the out edges of the review site we go to. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't in the chart yet. Yeah. And I just happened to go to Spotify. I'm like, oh, well, it's here. So
1: We can pretend we got like an early release. Yeah. So we
0: got this in the yeah. mail from the label. Thank you. Your label Electra (laughs) Sorry, Capital Thank you, Capital Please continue to send us those pre-releases And thank you to Stone IPA For our uh, Exploding beers Go-to IPA Which literally exploded every time On every single beer we've opened so far This is fantastic It's definitely reminiscent of uh, I gotta look that name up Hold on
1: So there, there is some drama and some melancholy and some other things in this beyond just what we're listening to. Um, the video for the first, for the song Lilo, which I guess is on this somewhere. I don't think uh, we've gotten there
0: yet. I can check it out. Hold on. Yeah, you're about four songs away.
1: Yeah. Which I, I guess it's the single, at least the one that they've released a video for. And it features her with her... Then girlfriend, now ex girlfriend. So it's and and it's a another one of these kind of melancholic, dramatic, love slash breakup songs, I guess. Or
0: yeah, but I mean, so you know, far it's been a fairly upbeat kind of record. Like I wouldn't call it. I mean, it's definitely on the mellow side. Yeah.
1: Dramatic metaphors for loss, oh, dude. Like a, we.
0: A, we're talking about the same person so Fru Fru is Imogen
1: Imogen Heap yeah okay well yeah, shit
0: it was a duo Imogen Heap and Guy Sickworth. there you go so okay. we're talking about the same person yeah
1: I forgot about that yeah, so yeah alright we're, we're,
0: well, we made it through that I'd single that yeah it's a single that drives in that run though so we have three runs in uh, woman on first zero balls, zero strikes yeah, doing so- extremely well
1: so I guess there's a dissolution of a relationship in the background of this. Are
0: you sure this isn't image Heat Because it sounds just it's, like it. It sounds like it, right? Yeah. It's so funny. I was talking about fruit You're like, oh, yeah, but image inhuman, like <laughs> Oh, we're talking about the same person. I'm pretty confident she would be okay with us comparing. Yeah. It's called You Seem So Happy. Did I already say that? Not yet.
1: Talk about a passive-aggressive thing to say. You seem you seem so happy. You seem so happy. You know,
0: what was wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, it's really really close. Like, as close as as Feist was to our
1: to other, uh, uh, to Julia
0: yes. Julia Jackman Yeah. got a great voice yeah like I was saying like that whole thing with the, the intro and her doing the autotune like it's you that's using it as an effect as opposed to, as opposed to a helper yeah that's a, it's so, so I, I, I it's love funny.
1: an upbeat song that's really sad yeah man, <laughs> and that's 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 kind of that's my
0: that's your that's thing this is your wheelhouse yeah what are you feeling are you feeling like a, that, you are know, are you going like home run territory yeah, or no like, no I, I I need like a what happened to people type track.
1: Yeah.
0: Ah, you did. You actually a little, needed this a little breakdown, glimmering breakdown. This bridge. This is gonna do it. I think we do need to look at the rules because. Let's say we double this, which I think I'm leaning towards and you're probably mm-hmm. leaning towards. So what does a triple do for you, really? Because a single drives in a run from second or third.
1: Well, tri- triples are just really rare, just like they are in baseball. I would triple this. Though. Give it a triple. Right. A home run. I think we should reserve home, home runs for
0: something specially special. Specially special? Specially special. <laughs> All right. We have – she's – killing it. Uh, we're actually following this one. Uh, next song is called Follow My Girl. We have four runs in. Woman mm-hmm. on third. 0 balls, 0 strikes.
1: Different people have different ways of living. Well, that's true.
0: I don't know, man. I just dis- <laughs> I disagree. It's just the the music on it is just fantastic. Like the song structures.
1: Looks like she's been doing some hanging out with uh, Justin Vernon as well. So who's Justin Vernon? Bon Iver.
0: Uh, ah, that guy. That guy. What's your feelings on Bon Iver?
1: Uh I saw I saw him live years ago. It was really cool live, which I didn't I, I didn't think I was going to be quite as. Uh, into as I was. I was at a festival out west.
0: Seems 19- like an odd festival act.
1: One of the headlines. Oh. At Sasquatch, more than 10, 10 years ago. More than that. Great. That was a great festival. Good time.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was a big hook there. and yeah. It was, yeah. I wouldn't, like, strike it or anything like that, but. I mean, I mean we, we
1: know, I think we know what we're going to get with most of the songs now. I mean, this general tempo and this yeah I mean, general vibe. I'm not going to be suddenly get a... Uh,
0: something out of left field. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, let's hear the hook again. Maybe it will do something for me. Here it comes. It's happening soon. One, two... Three, four, Go five, six, seven. There
1: it is.
0: Yeah, I yeah, mean, I can kind of sway dance to this. Yeah, it's a little sway. That's that's, that's my it. new. Let's. That's, that's my new. Uh, I'm coining that. Uh, yo that's that's sway.
1: Sway. Well, that?
0: Well, that's actually sway. There's a guy named Sway.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know. I, I would either single or ball it. That's a little much.
1: Mm. Yeah. Um, Do
0: you want to strike it? Single.
1: No, no, no. I'll give
0: a single. Oh, a single. All right.
1: Yeah, it's a single.
0: All right. This song is called Something Far Too Good To Feel and it's all jumbled together. There's no separation between the okay. words. So let me try to pronounce it. Something Far Too Good To Feel. Something like that. Uh, so that single drives in a run. Woman on first. Five runs in, jeez! Six songs in, five runs in, mm. um, zero balls, zero strikes, killing it. Looks like this album has taken
1: quite a, quite a, not a long time, but it was not rushed out, and maybe it's benefited
0: from it, that. Is this the? Uh, have any other releases? Are there? Uh, I don't know. I think she's done some other. Stuff. I can actually. I get that. Um, done some EPs at least. There was a song. Yeah, I think this may maybe the first LP. Yeah, I see some EPs in a single or two.
1: Yeah, benefit in her.
0: That's a funny Eric What's that? No, I'm just looking at the album cover where it's a single, a person like standing at the foot of a mountain. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing of note. I had a an idea about an album cover like at, at a time that's interesting to no one <laughs> I think this might be a bit of a filler track mm. kind of eager to get to the single which is the next song okay you want to ball it
1: Listen to a little bit more of this, uh, or tribute to Sufjan Stevens' band. It's kind of trem- trembling strings. Oh,
0: woke the rest of the band up, or
1: being it's just her.
0: It's yeah. I mean, most of this sounds pretty live it doesn't sound very programmed hmm. but yeah they were definitely asleep she's like guys
1: come on i'm we're playing, recording
0: i'm playing a song
1: paying for studio time let's go all
0: uh, right yeah I've, I've had my fill of okay uh, yeah something she can afford a ball something for her to do with her. yeah. here's our single Lilo, right? Yeah. Is that the Lilo, one? Lilo. 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 Lilo on stage.
1: That's what uh, I was going to say. <laughs> I don't know anything about Lilo on stage. You, oh, you haven't you seen might. it? Oh, no, no, I've seen it. I haven't had a lot of experience watching kids programs in the past 20 I, years. I have multiple. Yes. Kids. <laughs> <laughs> and kids programs. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so we got a woman on first, five runs in, one ball, zero strikes. The single, Lilo. No stitch.
1: Lilo, you got me on my knees.
0: <laughs> she's got a great voice. Mm-hmm. Alright. I have let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. She, she's, I believe she said she was spinning her emotions on finding the remote the right emoticon. Expander Mental Lexicon.
1: Ah, okay. Emoticon and Lexicon? Is that, was that the rhyme?
0: Yeah, it was the rhyme I
1: thought That's all right. Been...
0: Y- you can get down with that? Not easy to do. True.
1: Yeah, there's kind of a, like a atmosphere that hangs over this record that I like.
0: I think I would have chosen a different single, personally. Mm. I think, I don't know, maybe something's about to happen. We should probably brace ourselves. Something's going to happen. I saw myself
1: an
0: intellectual. I don't think so. I thought that I was capable. Every move was just habitual. And life was just a ritual. I don't know. How are you feeling about this? I, I like it. I mean, it's, it's not blowing me out of the water. Right. Wouldn't you pick maybe one of the first two or three? Maybe.
1: But I'd definitely single this. Yeah, me too. And once again, as another reminder, we are, this is first reactions, first impressions. I, I think her lyrics are, you know, from what I hear of them, picking up on first listen, they're they're really cool, and I I think uh, this appears to be a pretty a pretty personal record. I, aren't they all? Maybe not all of them, but most are.
0: <laughs> and a funny side note, like yeah. I read this article about Weezer. Have you heard this uh, theory that like River River Squimo has like no personality at all, and he like. Uh, composes his Weezer songs off of Excel spreadsheets. I heard something about it. You gotta read this, this article. It's so I heard good. something about it. It's so good. The way they break down how he would write a song is fucking phenomenal. Like, pick a popular song. Take those chords. Pick some random words out from your Excel spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. Like, make them nonsensical. Add some funny sounds in with your guitar. It's great. It's so great.
1: All right, i have to check that out.
0: I don't think we'll be doing the Weezer Black album on this podcast, which just came out, by the way.
1: Came out today. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I would single this. I, I'm not really yeah, feeling yeah, much. All right. No, Raj.
1: Okay. Was that it? We did. Oh, you just hit
0: it. Yeah. Okay. I, we've singled it, right? Yeah. Sorry, my cat jumped on me. This is called "Everybody Hates Me." I can relate.
1: Yeah. I've had um, that feeling before.
0: Woman on first. Ouch! Thanks, cat. <laughs> Six runs in, one ball, zero strikes. Raj the cat votes with her feet. And to her dad's chest. Yes. I bleed. I bleed for that single. The sky seems clear, I can only see the clouds. Cause somehow. Hmm. this is dope
1: <laughs> yeah this is right in your wheelhouse okay I like that
0: we have had bobbers head, yeah. head bobbing happening in the IRB headquarters yeah just the like oh let's make it kind of fun for, for like fun chorus everybody hates me <laughs> Hits my wheelhouse. Well, it should hit yours too. That's your melancholy lyrics. Yep, with happy things.
1: Yeah. Nice.
0: love it. I'm
1: trying to think of any any others that any other artists or that this would be like in the same region for me.
0: Yeah, it's. It's pretty unique Hmm. Yeah, I'm very into this Yeah (laughs) Double, triple I'm in double, double range Okay What about you? I think at least a double Yeah
1: This where it's kind of building. I don't know so yeah, I
0: kind of want to see where it's going to go. I think there may be a, a special surprise. <laughs> this would be interesting, live. I really would like to see how she does this live, mm-hmm. because there's a lot of really trippy, like background autotune filtered vocals into other filtered vocals i know you're looking at the show now which we should go to that's it i would double that give it a double
1: put that song on second base
0: all righty seven runs in this may be unprecedented i don't know if we've ever gotten this
1: well hey if you want to make it to london for uh monday you can find out how she does it live
0: Let's see here What do I have going on this week Nothing Um,
1: You got nothing going on I can tell you right now
0: Yeah I mean it's Friday night I could book it for tomorrow Get there Or God She's got to be playing The festival circuit this summer No she's playing clubs Clubs only
1: Uh, And Don't really see anything Between now and May Around Around New York
0: All right, I'll just do a personal, like, really loud play of the record in my house. Okay, I'll call that a concert. (laughs) This song is called uh, "Marquita is Sleeping."
1: Yes, Marquita. That's if that's her name. Was uh, her her girlfriend, her label mate, and girlfriend?
0: oh boy that's, yeah. gonna get, that's gonna be messed up that's...
1: you know I love you Japanese house but I could have told you you don't screw the label mates pardon the. No, I thought you
0: were gonna do the don't dip your pen in the company ink yeah, or well, the don't piss I, I was being a little bit oh, more piss. prosaic <laughs> <laughs> don't piss where you what was it yeah, well, I, don't, uh, yeah. I don't know, I don't know Mar- Marika.
1: Marika yeah Marika
0: yeah
1: don't yeah, sleep a don't one. sleep where you Marika
0: yeah, yeah. jeez <laughs> I don't think that's good. No.
1: I hope both of them are happy and yes, recovering.
0: I, I hope they get it right. yeah. Well, I mean she created a, a beautiful piece of art out of the break. Hey. This is bre- cool. Breakups, is cool. breakups. It is I, cool. I like this. Breakups create great music. I can attest. I've some of the only fairly decent songs I've ever written were about heartbreak. Breakup. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Like it's it's a thing. You don't really write great songs if you're happy. Well, I'm sure you no. can. <laughs> Looking at you John Mayer <laughs> No uh, who, who writes songs When they're happy I think Bono Probably writes songs he's a, You think so He's probably happy
1: You think Bono's happy I, I don't know Is Bono do you, happy Do you think
0: Larry Mullen Jr. Is happy He probably is um, I wonder what the characters The guys in U2 Are like I mean, Dave Matthews is happy Yeah I can see that Yeah he's happy Pretty chill And the people like his songs I think he's happy like Tom Waits is not happy. You don't think so? I think he's pretty at peace. You think, I think so? I think,
1: I think there's kind of like a zen thing about him.
0: I don't okay. Know. I'm trying to think of other artists that might be happy. It's tough.
1: It's going to be our next podcast. So it's just going to be <laughs> Do you think that artist is happy?
0: Celine Dion is happy.
1: And yeah, we're, we're going to spend, you know, an hour. <laughs> we chatted, just, we chatted oh, through that whole yeah. thing.
0: I think it's a ball. So so, so you well, think, you liked it, though. Did you?
1: Yeah, oh yeah. I liked that. I gave that you, sh- at least a
0: single. Okay. I, yeah. I was indifferent, but that's fine. Yeah. So another cheese. 8 runs. This has got to be a, a So record. so
1: so you think Ja Rule is happy? Ja Rule is
0: definitely not happy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the financiers of uh, yeah. Firefest are. How about happy. Kenny
1: Chesney? Kenny Chesney a happy guy. We just go through like the whole list of all I the think artists.
0: Kenny Chesney and Tim McGraw are happy. I yeah. think um Garth Brooks, I, I think he's having some problems. You think so? I think so. I
1: think he's probably pretty happy. Well, he had a whole... He got he for per, 20
0: years. Yeah, but he had like an alter, alternate personality type thing just to get away from his unhappy self, right?
1: I don't know. I, we'll, we'll go back and do Chris Gaines on Indie Rock Baseball Classic.
0: That would be amazing. Would be, <laughs> you should, I would I love, think was just I would, way I would, ahead of I, his time. I, I think we should just listen to that record. That yeah. sounds like a great idea. <laughs> all right. This song is called Worms. <laughs> Worms. Worms. We're, I'm pretty sure we're in unprecedented territory. I Probably. don't believe we've ever got. Go, it. She's going
1: for doubles, for, for, for uh, yes.
0: double figures. We are in eight runs. Eight Japanese runs. House is
1: putting a crooked number up. Stay tuned next time when we listen to uh, Chris Gaines.
0: Yeah, I still want to talk about other artists that are happening. I'm still thinking about it. I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. This is a breakup song for sure. How's it relate to worms? do never know.
1: Because we're all going to end up getting
0: eaten by worms. There Hans. you go. You're all going to die, listeners? We're all going to be worm food, <laughs> listeners. You're all going to die. You should be happy, like, like uh, Britney Spears. Yeah, she's. Oh wait, that's a bad one. I don't think she's happy. I think Britney Spears is numb, is how I would describe Britney I think Spears. so, yeah. I mean, what do you do? If you have a Las Vegas, res- Las Vegas residency for five years, do you think you're numb or you're just like, I live in Vegas and I'm making a crap ton of money in?
1: It's funny you're, you're asking these things because the artist connected to album number two... Is in a similar situation, but we don't we don't know. I'll come back to that later on.
0: I'm very curious how that ties in because I would not think that from the artist that I know that we're talking about.
1: It, it's not Mercury
0: Rev. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> I was like, I don't think it's Mercury. Not, Re, I don't think Mercury Rev is doing it. in Las Vegas. And it's right? not. It's not Residency. Chris. Gaines, and it's not Chris Gaines. <laughs> right.
1: I think Japanese House should do a duet with Chris
0: Gaines. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> oh, or, or maybe. Just, it, like, I'm trying to think, which happy artist to team her up with? We'll get back to you on that one. Yeah, this is good too. I mean, there hasn't been a, a dud. Yeah, Japanese House is
1: so busy rounding the bases that we're musing upon the happiness of artists.
0: And that's done. Next song is called "Far Away." What was There's that? What
1: was that last one? Worms,
0: number nine, Worms. Yeah, but what was it? I was would it say a ball- single?
1: Maybe single.
0: Who are you gonna ball it out? Single it Yeah I think it's
1: I I have not been Unimpressed with any of these songs Alright right.
0: we have a woman On first and second That didn't drive a run in For the first time
1: mm-hmm.
0: Eight runs in One ball Zero strikes Raj is about to strike me again Please don't scratch me cat. Go away She's got this new thing Where she'll just like She's more comfortable With jumping on me And so now she'll just Jump on my back When I'm at work And like scratch <laughs> my back Ow Yeah I don't know if it's a a good thing. To
1: wear like a Kevlar vest or something.
0: At least she's like staring at you. She usually just like stares at me all. Yeah, jump on Michael.
1: Uh, uh,
0: uh, uh. So this song is called Far Away, but there's a space between uh, every letter. I think Grammar Police would be unhappy about that.
1: I think it's... Or maybe it's an acronym. It's reflecting the faraway nature of
0: each letter. Thank you for...
1: This this is what my degree in English literature has taught me about poetry.
0: My degree in computer science did nothing to... to explore that. Cindy is happy.
1: Oh, most definitely. Even with the... um, Oh, what is she? She's in... Is it Eczema? She's in the ads. Have you seen...
0: Wait, she has Eczema?
1: (laughs) I think so, yeah. She's in the ads for... um, one of those medicines it might be for eczema huh. She's like the celebrity And then there's a couple other people Oh, Bobby McFerrin <laughs> He doesn't That's kind worry of
0: done <laughs> You know what, though? I, we should do a podcast about this, this our, uh, The artists that are uh, Artists that are happy I've, I've got a sne- Happy artists
1: You know what? I've got a sneaking suspicion Bobby McFerrin might be The most miserable motherfucker On the planet He's probably,
0: yeah, not great
1: And uh, not not just to be contrary But my My, um, my suspicion of artists who make really life affirming stuff or are, is that oftentimes they do so cuz they need it yeah. they need to make art that cheers that they're looking for reasons to cheer themselves and others
0: yeah i mean not to be a bummer but we talked about this at the end, i think at the end of yeah. the last podcast the uh, stephen Brady stevens like his motto was literally like be positive mm-hmm. like positivity like keep your head up and like the amazing outreach of all the comedians that loved him after he died. But yeah, they suffered from mental issues well, thought, and killed I mean, killed comedians themselves.
1: are a great example of this. C- comedians who, you know, in their personal lives are, not always, I don't know that many comedians, I don't know any comedians. Yeah, I, would ball, I would ball that. Yeah.
0: I don't think, you yeah. Last song, I Saw You in a Dream. Yeah, I mean, I think, I actually was listening to another podcast um trying to think maybe it was Harmontown maybe it was something else maybe Doughboys and they were talking about him committing suicide and yeah the stigma of like oh the funny man and then there's like Mm -hmm. you know crying behind the mask and all this stuff and they were saying that's not really the case it's just like a it's a mental health issue right um but yeah, I think artists in general, musicians, comedians, whatever, I think, yeah, there's a, there's a little difference between like your average person and somebody who's trying to create art and exposes themselves mm-hmm. and puts themselves out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, It's a big bummer. Um,
1: but we've concluded that Bobby McFerrin is like one dark dude. Oh, he's
0: dark as shit, yeah. man. Yeah, he's, yeah, I would, so Nick Cave is happy, right? But Bobby McFerrin is sad as shit.
1: That, uh, Nick Cave, I think, is really a uh, you know well. He's like a piece. He, well, it's actually a hard thing to say because he's lost his son. But he, he seems to. I've read a few other things recently where he is people kind of write to him for advice, and he gives the most amazing, beautiful oh. advice. Not just the thing I sent you, but other things. People, you know, writing young like people write to him with you know because they're kind of like confused about where they are in life, and he he I you. I don't know if you sent me this or not.
0: Stuff. I don't know if you sent me this or not. Somebody else may sent me this. It was the 14-year-old fan. Yes. You sent me that. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't send you yeah, that, yeah, but that, I saw That's amazing. It. Isn't it, right? Yeah, and yeah. it's like the resili- resiliency you have of being a fan of mine and understanding the music at your age. I mean, he was bigging you're himself gonna, up a little bit. Yeah, but, but yeah, you're going like, to like, you take have, on the world and destroy it. Yeah, you have like, secret knowledge. Yeah. That's fantastic. If you, if you look it up, it's just search for Nick Cave letter from 13 or 14-year-old. Now. Do we
1: want to be telling every thirteen- or fourteen-year-old they have secret knowledge? Because then they're going to be well. Well,
0: then you get to the
1: like Ender's (laughs) Game or something, you know, where they think you're some sort of savior of the world or something. I don't
0: know. Well, then you're talking about parents of today, like myself, who tell their children that they can do anything, and they're very positive, as opposed to my parents, who basically were a little more realistic. Yeah, right. Um, I I think I'm fairly realistic with my children. Like, Mm -hmm. mm-hmm it should be a, a positive outlook but realistic on what you can
1: accomplish put po- my poor children steadily disillusion children
0: yeah i think that's my that's my goal <laughs>
1: i think it's a, I, actually, I actually a really important thing is to you know i think that's a role if i'm not I'm not a parent but my understanding of is to keep them safe to encourage their dreams and to steadily as they can handle it disillusion them of the things that can't happen and won't happen.
0: I'm a notorious, pessimistic realist, and if you come to me with an idea, most likely I'm going to shit on it. Mm-hmm. Or I'll be very, very honest about the, the what you could do with your idea. Mm-hmm. And I have notoriously shit on some people's dreams. Okay. Just saying. Uh, and seeing, uh, you know, I saw you in a dream. Hans shits on dreams. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I think bald, maybe. I didn't. Yeah, that's, we uh, were really talking the shit over it, but it was very mellow. It was very Capping the album. Yeah, it was a ball. The ball. All right. Jesus, what a record. So we have uh, two women left stranded, eight runs, eight runs, unprecedented, batted in one ball, zero strikes. Fantastic record. I will be listening to this for sure. Japanese
1: house swings a mean bat.
0: <laughs> On that note, we're gonna take a break. We'll be right back. Right back. <laughs> Hey, welcome back! I think. Uh,
1: welcome back to Indie Rock Baseball.
0: Uh, We've had a superb showing, um, by Japanese Japanese House. House. I was, I was about say to say Mountain. Japanese Baseball. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think we figured out the source of our exploding beers was that they were frozen at the yeah. store.
1: Don't, free, don't freeze your beers.
0: Yeah, bad idea. So uh, what Here. we listen to, Michael, for our halftime. Well, show. what
1: we're listening to right now is ode to billy joe by bobby gentry bobby gentry and if you may have heard this before you might not have um but you should have um before you do anything else not before after this go back and find out about bobby gentry bobby gentry um this song made her absolutely famous in the late 1960s um go check out i've talked about this podcast before Go check out the uh, Cocaine and Rhinestones podcast. There's a it's whole, very good. whole episode about Bobby Gentry. And the reason I brought, I talked about going to Las Vegas and making money. And this, as a young woman, her career started out um, in the late 1960s as this kind of country pop southern singer. And this song became a huge hit. A huge hit. She went on to, like this was, I, I, I think it was her second hit. And um, if we were to actually stop and listen to this song, this song is, um, it's a story like a great short story. It's a great short story. Um, along with being a kind of groovy, delta, pop, blues song, whatever you want to call it here. Um, her career from there, Eventually she made some money out of her career uh, But she was headstrong At least that's the story we get She wanted to make her own music And having made this huge hit She really wanted to take control of her career And came out with an album Called The Delta Sweet Or The Delta Sweetie and this was back in the late 1960s um, That album was a Kind of a left turn, a big left turn from, from this and from the other, her pop hits. And um, her career did not really, she did not become like the great pop country singer of the early 1970s. She apparently invested well. She had grown up poor and wanted to make money, was very open about, she was in it to make money. Uh, there's a quote somewhere along the way that fame without fortune is empty. And I'm in it to make money She invested well She was one of the first owners of the Phoenix Suns, apparently and Holy shit Yeah, yeah. Um, back in the 1970s
0: so, so let's transition into what we actually are going to be reviewing so, this so. Is, so
1: what happened was I'm giving you all this background information Let's talk about another band we haven't talked about in, two, in a while Which is the band Mercury Rev Do you remember Mer- Mercury Rev?
0: I do uh, I'm not that familiar with the Neither
1: word Neither was I I got to say, neither was I. I. remember them from the from the uh, late 1990s, though they've been around for quite a bit longer than that. Um, <laughs> and I'm getting clawed out by the cow.
0: Oh. Yeah. She wants you to pick her up. Yeah. Come on yeah. up.
1: Uh, I hadn't. You know, Deserter songs won the Mercury Prize, on, I think, 1999. It was. And I went back and listened to it this afternoon, and at first I was like, oh, I'm not too into this. And then I was into it. It was a slow burn. But then I was like, this is a pretty cool album. Um, we got a song on it called Hudson Line, which is about going up the Hudson Line, which I could throw a rock and I could hit it from here. So
0: I am, unfortunately, way too familiar with the Hudson Line.
1: You know the Hudson Line. The, the Hudson Line song is pretty cool.
0: So maybe we should just get into the record. So Mercury Rev basically <laughs> collaborated with a bunch of artists to they remake they, the record.
1: They revisited the Delta Suite, this kind of, let's say, a neglected masterpiece, maybe. Yep, and we're Maybe. talking about
0: some amazing uh, collaborators here. Our first song uh, is called uh, Oklahoma uh, River Bottom Band. This is featuring Noah Jones.
1: Yeah. So this is going to be eclectic. It's going to be an eclectic trip through kind of um, weird, slightly show toony songs by a pop country singer of the 1960s reimagined by... Mercury Rev and a bat and a array of
0: a cavalcade. Mod- a
1: cavalcade.
0: We have Nora Jones. We have S- Hope Sandoval. We have geez, There's Margo Price. Jeez. Uh, uh, Phoebe Bridgers, which I think Michael has a bit of a thing for. Beth, or- Beth Orton, Lucinda Williams. It's- I have a huge thing for Lucinda Williams. So this is yeah complete left turn from what we were doing in the last record so was this is Nora singing here yeah this is Nora was Bobby Chishry happy
1: I think she is now that she's, kind of, she's disappeared from view nobody's really seen her she does not I don't think she performs anymore
0: so she's still alive
1: she's still alive she's just kind of rich and sequestered I'm away I'm very
0: curious to what she thinks of this it's a good
1: question So the the, the podcast I was mentioning about, which is basically like the story of Bobby Gentry, kind of deals like the core question about it is, you know, this woman who grew up poor, got fame first without fortune and made money and then kind of disappeared. It's one of those stories of an artist who says, I'm going my own way. I've made my money and I'm, I'm not going to perform forever or I'm going to perform on my own terms. And when I don't want to do that, then,
0: That's an interesting concept Like I think If I had succeeded If you, if you reach like a certain I like this by the way This I, is good too I, I like it I think if, if you reach A certain level of success And you could Let's say retire Yeah Right What's driving you Is it the fame Is it Like I really enjoy performing Like I miss performing So maybe it's that I think it
1: depends on the person why is Willie Nelson still out there, 85 years old, rolling around on a bus? I don't think he can do anything
0: else. I mean, he would... Yeah, he lost a lot of money with the tax thing, too. I think. I
1: think he's made it back by now. Probably. And a few other. I mean, there's another, uh, a lot of other artists who are getting up there. Why are the Rolling Stones still doing it?
0: I don't know. I have no idea.
1: Why is the who? I mean, they they probably like the money that they're making and the lifestyle. So this. All I can say is I've heard one of the songs on this album. It is the version that's going to be the last song of this album. We'll get to it in a little bit,
0: maybe, maybe. Bum, bum, bum. Well,
1: I hope so. There's, um, I'm, try- I'm trying to find the right adjective, but the first one that comes to mind is kind of cinematic. I would single this.
0: Yeah, for me, it's a single. All right. Next up, we have Big Boss Man uh, with Hope Sandoval, which I I don't know a lot of Hope Fading stuff. Into you. I
1: can't do a Mazzy Star. Show. Oh, that's
0: hope. Oh, that's uh, Hope Sandoval. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's how you do it, like that.
1: Yeah, I. I yeah, I, I can't do Hope Sandoval's voice. Sorry.
0: We have a, and I'm gonna just do man on first. Even though most of these collaborators are women. All right, fuck it. I'll do a woman on mm-hmm. woman on first. I,
1: I just want to read for you a little bit from. A description of this 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 is a the tyler co description of the dope he says it's wildly different from her first album it's not it's not country music but it's not really pop music either it's more like what a broadway musical about country music would sound like or if this the Beatles, the, the beatles the Be- i love the, the, beatles. the Beatles, or if the beatles sergeant pepper had fought for the confederacy oh gosh Abruf, abrupt shifts in tempo, a kaleidoscope of voices talking, singing, and laughing all over the mix, and weird orchestral interludes between Bobby's covers of blues and country music standards. So this is gonna—it's gonna be different. It's revisited. This is gonna be through the lens of Mercury Rev. I just, I, I of all the bands that might have, or acts or people that might have taken on this kind of tribute reimagining, I, I would not have thought of Mercury Rev to be. A band that would have done it because I don't think I thought about Mercury Rev much in the past twenty well, years. Well,
0: Wilco and Billy Bragg comes to first of to mind.
1: Yeah, something like that. Yeah, right. So and and I went back and listened to Deserters songs, and this was the the, the sound, the the vibe. And I'm like, oh, I, you know what? Here's here's the thing: is I, I'm like, I don't really love the voice of the singer that much but i love the sound of the band okay so this is i'm like oh i'm excited to hear this because it's going to be lots of really cool singers over a band that i kind of
0: yeah i mean I'm, I'm a big fan of that like the band being yes. one but uh, i think we're both fans of, of banquet bnqt yeah which is uh what's the fucking band's name um You'll come to me in a second But again, a band that went out and toured And did a bunch of stuff But the core of the band Backed a mm-hmm. new thing
1: So this is I, You know, I don't think it's going to be Quite as wild and wooly and weird As what I imagine the original is Because I'm imagining it's kind of A little bit Kind of like Loosely held together Like 1960s You know Weird this is gonna be a little bit more polished, a little bit more atmospheric like this.
0: Yeah, there's not a lot to this song that, that's... I mean, her voice is, I love her voice, but... See, I,
1: I, I like this. I like this a lot, I, I, at least a single. I mean, I, I think this album probably has an impossible task ahead of it to win the game of Indie Rock Baseball, but I'm really looking forward to hearing too, you know. Alright, so we did
0: She she got a single Yeah So you had a woman on second And a woman on first mm-hmm. Zero Runs, Zero Balls, Zero Strikes This song is called Reunion Featuring Rachel Goswell I've heard of Rachel Goswell Have you? I don't know anything about it And I don't know if I've heard Maybe her voice will Do something
1: So I think we're going to get kind of Almost show type Pop songs with this Mama Sure But the whole idea of is, is just interesting I hope it gets weird What year did the original album come out? 1967 or 68 1968 Interesting March 1968 So it's God, Damn. 50 years ago
0: it seems like it could have influenced like Pet Sounds, that kind of vibe.
1: I think the Be- uh, the Beach Boys were probably working on it, on that a bit before, but I think she was tr- following in that kind of throw shit at the wall, a little bit of some like Walla cash-
0: sound kind of stuff. But when did Pet Sounds come out? Pet- probably maybe the same year.
1: I think it was sixty 68. I mean, the Beach Boys were, you know, had a much more longer career. You know, in a bigger career than Bobby Gentry did.
0: So this is the first time we've heard dude from Mercury Rev kick in. He's singing.
1: Yeah. We've complained in previous episodes about albums that stay flat. It's not flat. No, it's not. That's what you're getting. It's kind of going in and out, which I like. You know, let's get a sense of space with this album. With this music, at least so far.
0: It's so funny because I keep start I start thinking of it as like oh the record that came out back then, and I could hear like the instrumentation and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, that was a quick one. Mm-hmm. I, I would single that. Do you have any opinions on that one? No, I think it's a single. All right, uh, next one is called "Parchman Farm," featuring uh, Caris von Hutten. I probably butchered that name. I don't know anything about Caris. C-A-R-I-C-E I don't either uh, We got bases loaded, by the way I Zero runs, zero balls, zero strikes Or maybe it's Carice Carice <laughs> <laughs> <Have a laughs> My man's sitting there on parchment farm He ain't never done, nobody know. So okay, yeah. I will say it's not as dynamic as I think it should be. I'm mm-hmm. not saying the production is bad. I'm just saying because yeah. you mentioned flat, right? right. Like, uh, I think I feel like it could be more or- orchestral. Mm-hmm. I also feel like this is the original record is something you could maybe find in a deep dive of a record store. I think,
1: it, you know, maybe I don't know how rare it is.
0: I don't know if it did well. it up, or if it got reissued
1: i so have got a computer in front of me for Yeah, I don't think there's, you know, I'm planning on hearing too many like hooky pop songs here. Rather, it's it's kind of an atmosphere, and maybe some cool, cool interactions between a cool uh Matchups of of these singers and and the, and these songs. I if you know get get me some clarinets and some flutes in your music, and I'm, I'm you're you're winning my heart.
0: Oh, that's pretty easy. Oh yeah. So if I start a band, then like I get.
1: Well like like this. I, I, I like that.
0: We that have that. a we have a flute playing friend. We do. Well, Sorry, so he doesn't play flute. Was a he? oh, piccolo. He's a piccolo. piccolo. He's a piccolo Look at a piccolo,
1: there And so, yeah, Bobby Gentry is from well, Mississippi. This is the Delta sweetie. The, the, there's You know, this is a lot more kind of like Spacey and Or Kesha. I think the original Was a lot more You would have had A little bit more In the way of Slide guitars And the sound of You know Delta blues
0: Yeah I'm not really Feeling this one As much as The, the last ones No
1: I like the layers of sound I know the, the, I know the, It's not as dynamic The instrumentation
0: And the, the band I now remember My Mercury Rev Listening experience Yeah So it's definitely Them Like I get it So there's no way they could go on tour with this because there's like 15 different women singing.
1: Yeah, I don't know how they would do that.
0: Yeah, I would I don't know. What do you feel about this? We're we're I, actually I finishing would it the a single. Songs. All right. They got to run in. Um Morning Glory uh featuring Latita San- Latisha's Oh, oh Latisha. Sorry, Sandier. Sandier? You
1: don't know Latisha Sandier I don't. You gotta listen more Stereo Lab. That—that's one of the other things that leapt out at me about this record is—is is the the collaborators are all over the map. So Letitia, you you listen much Stereo Lab? I have not. You have not. We'll have to rectify very, that very sometime. Very very unfamiliar. We'll have to rectify. You, you would I th- I think you would dig them. I think you'd like them a lot. Um, in the sense that you have a, you know, you like some electronic. Was well, it
0: recently announced that they're going back out or something like that?
1: I don't know, but it's possible. But oh, she's right. a, a French electro pop chanteuse. Okay. And, um, which on the one hand you're like, what is she doing on this record? And on the other hand, just listening to it now, like, oh, it kind of makes all the sense in the world. You know.
0: Uh, That's River Run in, by the way. Um, still bases loaded One run in Zero ball Zero strikes Song five
1: Yeah so you could get this On Discogs For like 30 bucks The original Not this piece. This is almost A little bit It's got that Somewhere between French pop And Late 60s Brazilian pop no, This is good You know kind of like a uh, Somewhere between Francois Hardy And uh, um, Ellis Regina, or not the Bossa Nova but more just kind of the feel—that kind of like laid-back,
0: oh, I, I, chamber pop. I I, oh, man, I love, I, that. I eat this stuff up, like especially like kind of space lounge kind of stuff. Totally, um, that's why its eat. a little out of place, from what we've heard, but not complete out of left field. So, yeah, this this has hit me right. Right in the gut. In the fields.
1: Right in the fields. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, see, I, I, I'd hover on a double for this.
0: Yeah, I could get down with that. Oh, there we go. It's soaring. Well, that's gonna do some damage. Let's do it. I like a double. All right, next song is called Sermon, featuring uh, Margot Price. Ah, love Margot Price. So that double cleared the bases. Cleared the bases. Now we are five runs. Whoa. Sorry, four runs. Four. Four runs, zero balls, zero strikes. Woman on second. (laughs) Mm, Love Margot (laughs) Price. So I didn't see this on the uh, on the Metacritic in 80s music kind of reviews. It's, it's up there. It's just starting to crawl up. Mm-hmm. It's, so it's fairly new, I guess.
1: Uh, yeah, it's... A couple it's, days. I don't know what it made that list. I've been hearing a little bit, been hearing the, the version of uh, Ode to Billy Joe for a couple weeks now. Mar- Margot's going to take us back from the sort of... French lounge chill, take us to something a little bit more down-home. You didn't get to see... Uh, you didn't, yeah, you didn't get to come to see Margo Price live.
0: No. I did not. Um, where was she playing live?
1: Uh, she opened. She was part of the festival. That was yeah a couple years ago. We went to go see her, and oh Cheryl Crow and the Avid Brothers. Oh
0: yeah, I was I was invited.
1: You were invited, and you snub you snubbed us.
0: Yeah, you snubbed us. Screw you guys. You,
1: you didn't even snub us. You snubbed Marco That's true. And you snubbed Cheryl and Willie. <laughs> That's it. I, I I love her. I'll listen to anything Margo Price does.
0: I gotta hear the original. I really want to hear the original. I I do too.
1: That'll be uh, the the uh, that'll be indie rock baseball extra innings.
0: Yeah, I. Well, I could go indie indie rock baseball classic. Yeah. That's we gotta approach that subject <laughs> that's gonna be a, a challenge so this is it's interesting like how do we judge a mellow lounge record like I'm into this I would single it I think it's gonna be a
1: lot of singles and maybe um, it's I mean for me it's about feel
0: I will definitely check out the original record after hearing this, because mm. I'm very, very curious what a record from 1968 with these songs would sounds like. I would single this. Let's move up. Yeah. All right, another run in. There you go. Five runs. There she's.
1: And now going back to a classic. This this was not written by uh, by Bobby Gentry. Little of Tobacco Road Oh, oh. There's a different spin on Tobacco Road Who we got singing this?
0: Uh Suzanne Sundafor It's got one of those uh, O's with a thingamajig A uh, Sweden o- A Scandinav- uh, Scandinavian <laughs> <in their> Bullshit <laughs> letters <laughs> The Scandinavian listen, listen, O. Listen,
1: Sweden, Denmark Get your like alphabet sorted out
0: Oh dude, I have a funny alphabet story Um <laughs> I didn't mean that. I love your <laughs> O's with the X's
1: through it. It's okay.
0: Yeah. How do you pronounce a O with the X? Ooh, su when I was in <laughs> Amsterdam and I saw my nieces, and they all they all speak Dutch now. Yeah. And then I would just be like, so I'm, I'm speaking it right. I'd be like, and like,
1: stop it. Dutch. No,
0: they're, they're <laughs> just... <laughs> <laughs> Some
1: gacking on the microphone. Sorry about that. Sorry, listeners. Yeah, so this is, I guess, your one of your standards. Place called Tobacco Road. Yeah, I don't. know You ever driven down Tobacco Road? I have not. No. Where is Tobacco Road? I think this Tobacco Road is probably somewhere around North Carolina or Kentucky. Growing back in Connecticut, there's there's a fair not a fair amount, but there's some tobacco grown in Connecticut in Central. Connecticut. I used to see it driving on the highway, see the big long barns. Never really think of Connecticut as a tobacco state, but sure enough, it is. I don't think that's what the song was written about, though.
0: Yeah, I don't think so either. No. But I don't know. This adaptation of the song, uh, it's...
1: Yeah. It's... It's it's kind of... I would make it a little dreamier, a little more mistier.
0: Yeah, uh, I would... Uh, it, yeah, ball, ball. it. Ball, yeah. All right, we got a uh, woman on first. Five runs in. Zero strikes, one ball... This is a-
1: Pitchers are, are, are not having a great game today.
0: Yeah, I just took a picture. It wasn't great either. So we will recognize this voice as young Miss Phoebe Bridgers. Oh. It's a very prolific. Like, on top of coming across. Won't you
1: give somebody else a chance to record something? Yeah, seriously. Come on, Phoebe.
0: We had a discussion about the super group, um, which keeps coming up. Like, I still can't. Understand how fantastic that record is. That's boy genius. Then she's a part of community something 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 that we something, did something, something. that we did the other day on the podcast. I think she just released a record. Now she's on this. Happened to be in the news, unfortunately. Yeah, <laughs> with some Ryan Adams stuff. But yeah, huge fan of her voice and her songwriting talent.
1: Well, she didn't write this one, but she's doing a nice job with it. I mean, it's a little.
0: This is called a uh, Jessie Lisbeth. Jessie J e s s e y e then Lisbeth. Jessie Lisbeth.
1: So I wonder. I, I I would have to read up on this. Do you think that they all recorded this in a room together, whether the vocals and the band were, were separate?
0: I'm going to say it's a mail-it-out kind of vibe. I don't think... I, yeah, I would guess. Not with this amount of collaborators. I mean, I'm sure... It's possible, I'm but, sure a lot of them are in L.A., but, yeah, I mean, 15 different folks. And to be frank, so there's software out there now that it's, you know... If you ever try to play music with someone like over Skype or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Like it just doesn't work. Right? There's like lag and delays. There is software out there that will actually allow you to be pretty much in sync, like with uh, various like MIDI syncing and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's actually websites, kind of like uh, what's the website Fiverr, where you can hire people for like five bucks to do various tasks. There's mm-hmm. like music versions of that where you can like say, "I have a song, I need vocals. Here's the lyrics. Here's the melody." and Fire it off And somebody will do it For X amount of dollars Wow And there's a bunch Of collaboration stuff too. There's plenty of studios now That are wired up With fiber That It's uh, that, real time enough That you can collaborate But I think Mailing the track And being like Hey sing this <laughs> Is legit too Yeah Oh uh,
1: that was quick Yeah uh, I, I feel hmm. like it was a single I like the way that went In the second half Yeah Alright
0: so woman on I, first, woman on I second. I think it was
1: last time. I said I, I don't often just sit down and listen to music. I wish I did more, but I'm always kind of on the move or I'm doing some, a lot of things I listen to driving. And it's one of the, you know, I really... Different types of music for me work driving in different ways. Um,
0: That's what this podcast is. You yeah. actually literally sit down and listen to music. Except yeah, we talk so it, it, it
1: gets me to sit down and be in play. But even to not even talk about it, but just to sit and listen. I... I think I want to go and just sit in a chair and chill and listen to this and let it kind of wash over me.
0: The theremin's annoying me. Sorry.
1: Yeah. You built a theremin.
0: (laughs) did we already tell that story? Yes, you
1: did. (laughs) I'm never going to let you forget (laughs) it either.
0: I do want to. That's, yeah. Listener, send me a theremin. I need need a new theremin. Oh, sorry. This song is called Refractions uh, featuring Marissa Nadler. N-A-D-L-E-R, Nadler
1: I don't know Marissa Nadler
0: You'll recognize the last two songs for sure But I feel like I should know I know her as the woman singing On the Annoying Theremin song I like the rest of the song It's an ambitious project, regardless of how yeah. we've judged this.
1: And to do an album that maybe has some cult status, I, I would guess this album would be you know, described as a cult album. An artist who, apart from one really big hit, probably isn't known among most of today's music. I mean, maybe now a few more will. After, after the music community hears the Indie Rock Baseball podcast, they'll, they'll know about it. You know, I, I like to think that we're helping to spread the word about Bobby Gentry's Delta Sweet or Sweetie whatever
0: yeah, yeah I'm it's, sure it, it's us we've got to be topping <laughs> ten, 10 listeners by now yeah I, I would ball that but yeah that's uh, oh, ball. sorry sorry Marissa
1: one of the last two songs
0: last two songs uh, we have a woman on first and second five runs in zero strikes two balls this is young beth orton not young like, yeah i was gonna say beth orton i mean <laughs> not not to say anything bad about
1: beth yeah. orton who's great but beth orton's been around a while now
0: yeah court courtyard is the name of this one.
1: really interesting mix of artists that they've gotten on this because beth orton is you know in that kind of Electronica Electronica Almost trip hoppy kind of
0: Yeah she's done some shit With like Uncle Brothers She's done some stuff with, and, then,
1: like, and then you've got Margo Price And to Williams
0: Yeah And, and yeah, of course Suzanne <laughs> Yes S- Sundefer Oh I didn't even try The names of the one We bur- we kind of balled over Was Letitia uh, Letitia Bunyan
1: S- yeah. Just call her Letitia yeah, yeah I'm real, I am curious to hear what this is like in the original Because all these Mercury Rev songs, they, you know They are going to or, or I shouldn't say all these Mercury Rev songs Their versions are going to be kind of through their sound I mean, it's,
0: Yeah, I think the instrumentation has been like pretty straight Ahead. Like, yeah. there's definitely like all kinds of fun instruments and stuff like that, but it's been, like I, I, wouldn't say flat, but it's like the orchestral pops and flutes and these strings right now. It's not like very
1: gradual fade in. Yeah, fade it's not out. like like
0: in Pet Sounds, just to yeah. call that back. You know, there are big, big fucking pops. pops. Like, yeah, like.
1: Yeah, th- th- like, this, it, it kind of slowly comes it comes kind of like a cloud that comes in from the distance Yeah, now remembering, and passes
0: over. And now remembering when I listen to Mercury Rev, that's their thing. It's just kind of like a wash. It washes over you. Yeah. It's not like wall of sound like, hits you in the face with bunches of different instrumentation. It's just like eh, mm-hmm. uh, here, have a little salt. Would you like some extra Parmesan cheese with that? Yeah. You're like sure. Extra pepper? I think when it
1: works, it works. Yeah. I'm going to say, even before we get to it, I, I was I, I, I in a message. I'm, I'm already stepping ahead of us. I shouldn't say anything before we get to it. No, you song.
0: just want to get to the last one because that's the song you heard. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that these are nice, very concise songs. We've been talking, and in, in general, the majority of them have just ended.
1: Yeah, there hasn't been any kind of like... Uh, uh, over long, Kind of indulgent Now we're going to play Like three minutes of You know Drone at the end Just to make our point Or overplay our point
0: But that works too I mean We could get back Into Deer Hunter And Like they have A lot of like Codas At the end of their songs yeah. That are like four minutes long One of which During well, the concert I, you, I felt you, I you was You were looking on. at your
1: watch And some of those Ryan Bingham songs
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: You are like Come on dude
0: That was good though I would single so, that So this this is... Would you single that? Yeah. All right. So we have uh, bases loaded. Sorry. No, that drives the home. The run on second. So we have six runs in. And, uh, women on first and second. Yeah. And the last song of the record, Ode to Billy Joe.
1: Yeah. I, I don't want to over...
0: Sell it? Not oversell it.
1: I don't want to influence you. But this is... So this wasn't on the Delta Sweet album as far as I can tell. But this is rather... It just has to be on it because it was her big...
0: Oh, hit. so they were just like, we'll throw the hit on... Yeah. Okay. And it's featuring Lucinda Williams. And as if you didn't know after as that. As if you didn't
1: know. Yeah. God, I love Lucinda Williams' voice. And and if you could think of anybody who is in, in the world of music today who would sing a song of kind of like Southern Gothic tragedy which is what this is it's a southern Gothic tragic I sort story um, I, I would pick Lucinda Williams and yeah and she said she got some news this, morning, this again without overselling but I'm overselling this is like a little I to say movie it's it's a very cinematic. Story, I can kind of just see and feel it. That's t- the way I tend to relate to music. This is where the sound that this that this band brings to this is working for me really well. It's kind of haunting. It's very, yeah, I, I wish I knew Very the, different. I wish I original. knew the
0: original more. So, in well, our usual talking over things like yeah. this, isn't probably hitting me as hard as. You know Understanding Or listening to the lyrics
1: Yeah
0: God, Lucinda's gotta be Getting up there too She's gotta be in her 60s
1: I think she's in her Mid 60s Yeah Yeah
0: See this I have a bit of a conflict with the instrumentation and her voice. Yeah? Yeah, because it's like, I'd kind of rather hear her over the halftime version of the song.
1: It would be very different. I mean, this is.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't call it an issue. But, like, if you. The other 10 songs we listen to, yeah. like, our croony. Like they're not harsh at all Like no. where Lucinda's voice is That has oh, that, it's, it's, that tonality right And she's like singing over that oh, very, same vibe yeah. of washi.
1: And, and like you said I mean you're from the same general part of the world It's, it's very kind of soupy, humid,
0: deep south And that's not where Mercury Rep is from <laughs> no, it's, it's, no it's the opposite <laughs> So it's it's interesting.
1: It's a really interesting contrast.
0: So they were playing this on the radio. Is that what you heard it?
1: I'm, I'm serious. Yeah. I'm serious. Yeah. They're, they're playing It's pretty heavy rotation outlaw country.
0: Okay. That's interesting. I don't feel like that would get a lot of traction, but oh, it's it's heavy. They're playing a lot. Interesting. It's like having. Um, uh, like, dude from the drive-by truckers croon over some kind of, like, electric... I'd listen to it. <laughs> you listen to Cooley, like, sing over some, like, <laughs> like lounge track?
1: Well, <laughs> something orchestral. I mean, there's... So, and, and now we're going to get the flute in there. I mean, this is where I think they, they do a really nice job of the song. You're gonna get, it's going to get a little more an orchestral. I think
0: it would be much more challenging if Patterson Hood was trying to do this. I, sorry, but, but I'm to I think I, I think they're getting do, do away you think with
1: Patterson's it. Do Patterson
0: Hood's happy? Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say. You think Mike Cooley's happy? Yeah. You think he is? I don't know. I think Jason Isbell's happy.
1: I think I think he's really happy now. Yeah, he's.
0: I, good, good for him too Shawna Tucker? Yeah <laughs> Let's just throw out more obscure yeah. names from Drive-By Truckers than yeah. nobody knows
1: This is a dark, dark song It's amazing this became a huge pop hit Because it's a really, you know it, And it's also a mystery And people don't quite know everything that happened in it either it's a great short story. It's it, it's it's a bit of literature. I, I'm not bi- gonna music. I'm
0: not gonna ball it or strike it because I, I think it is it's very interesting the way it's put together. Oh, I, 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 but I think we're gonna differ in like
1: oh I I
0: because this like what were you thinking?
1: Oh of? I I would give it a double at least for, for me it's a double because anyway we're, we're talking over it when I hear it on its own it's it's kind of haunting because I kind of see it.
0: So in that way that I see music. So ladies and gentlemen, that is why we do not listen to songs before we do the podcast. I heard. Because <laughs> I would yeah. single that, but you did listen to it and like you had more insight into it. And I think that's, we don't need to please ourselves on that. Whatever. We could do whatever. But uh, yeah, I'll double it. Sure. Why not? So that will put our final standings as they, sh- shit, they almost got there. Eight runs in. Zero strikes, two balls, woman left stranded on second. So that leaves them eight runs, zero strikes, two balls, versus... Oh, shit. No, they did tie. Tie. Uh, But the first record has eight runs, one ball, zero strikes, two women left Left stranded on on base. base. This has eight runs, zero strikes, two balls, and one woman left stranded on base. Very close. But Japanese house Japanese house Crushed it in the Mais, end Maison Japanese And yeah It was Two completely Different records It was very I, I'd different.
1: listen to them both
0: I, I think so I think I would listen I'm, to them I'm, both too. I'm
1: glad we got both of those In on Indie Rock Baseball tonight.
0: Yeah So a little A little longer run We're hitting another uh, I think the last one Was about an hour and a half We're doing yeah. another An hour and a half um, Cool That was great Yeah that was um, yeah, I think we're still going to continue to try to do things that are a little left of center. I think I think the Japanese uh mountain one.
1: Japanese was, mountain.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Japanese town. Mount Mount Fuji? Mount Yeah, that yeah, one.
1: Mount Mount Fuji. Uh
0: that one was a little more mainstream because it was really it's really rising yeah. in the review type chart. Yeah. But it did just come into our radar as of today. Um but yeah, I th- I think again this is a, a avenue for me. Personally to listen to new music. I, not would, me. I, I would not me,
1: I've heard it all before. Yeah. Yeah,
0: he's an expert. Yeah. Um yeah, but like I I I wouldn't have listened to either one of these probably. So hey, good for good for me. Um
1: Tell us what you think. Come uh, up to us in the street if you know us. And if you don't then you won't know us.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> then um you should probably use one of our uh, ways of contacting us. Yeah,
0: Hans at IndieRockBaseball.com. Michael at IndieRockBaseball.com. Contact at IndieRockBaseball.com for all you advertisers that are Uh, just dying to get on air. We could totally do ad rates. Here, I'll try one. Uh, Hey, do you want to visit Japanese (laughs) Mountain? (laughs) It's very easy. Uh, Visit our website at... JapaneseMountain.com. Hey, Hans,
1: do you think people who drink stone-exploding beers are happy? <laughs> hey, do you like your beers <laughs> to explode seamless. in your hands? That, that, uh, that, that's, let, let what, that's what we in the business call a seamless segue. <laughs> yeah, let, let, me, try, let, try, let segue. me try
0: that ad read sorry. Hey, do you like your beers to explode in your hands and you lose at least half of your beer? Try the new Stone IPA. The Stone Popper. Stone Popper. All right, anyway, um, we are going to try to keep up on a weekly basis. Um, do recommend this to your friends. Subscribe.
1: And review your,
0: and, and your enemies. Yeah. Hey, uh, review. I'm talking to you, people we know who listen to this, Jen and the of the World. Go on to iTunes, review us. Uh, it will help us uh, continue to do this, As it will help us yes. continue to not lose interest in doing this. All right. Until next time. See Bye. You.